0: Welcome to the Inner Momologue Podcast with hosts Rachel Bowers and Lacey Carpenter. Each episode, we take inner conversations that moms have with themselves and we reframe them with empathy, humor, and empowerment. Please be advised we do use adult language in this podcast, so make sure you earmuff those little ones. Welcome back to the Inner Momologue Podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Lacey. And happy new year.
1: Happy new year. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. Happy? Maybe um, not. Remember, remember, like, December 31st when we were all like, oh my gosh, yay, 2020 is ending. <laughs> we have so much hope Fresh for the... Fresh start. We have so much hope for the future. <laughs> <laughs> we are not so, so much. stupid. <laughs> not so much. So stupid. Naive, not stupid.
0: It's really weird when you have friends in other countries that message you and they're like, hey, are you okay? Are you safe? Is your country okay? No. That's a really weird feeling. Like, because I feel like this is a very American privileged thing to say, but I feel like that's not our country that, you know what I mean?
1: Like, people are concerned about I I heard, (laughs) like, I heard someone say that some foreign dignitary or someone in another country was like, if you saw that going on here, your asses would be here to save us. Oh, wow.
0: Yes. Yes, that feels weird. It feels weird. So come and save us, please. (laughs) (laughs) Come and save us. Canada. Justin.
1: Oh, Canada. I
0: want Justin to come shirtless and just pick me up and whisk me away back to
1: Canada. You know what's so funny? I just saw a Family Guy episode where, um, what is the dad's name? Peter. Peter is fighting with President Trump and Justin comes in and he, um, and he flies in <laughs> on like a unicorn or something. You need to watch it. Oh
0: my God, I totally need to watch it. I want to see, he's like, I, I want to see, see the cartoon Justin Trudeau. He's like,
1: hey guys, uh, I was wondering how you guys were doing down here. You okay? You okay? You okay? You okay? What's this all about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So. So, so how many uh, New Year's resolutions did you make? Two. Did you? Yeah, I did make two. Um,
0: health. Focus on my health. Which, I mean, like, I'm not making real concrete expectations with that yet. I am doing a 30-day yoga challenge, and I'm 12 days in, and that feels really good. I feel stronger, and I like it because, like, there's nothing – the thing I like about yoga is that there isn't concrete results. Like, it's just a feeling. Do you feel stronger? Do you feel more flexible? It's not something that you can really – Measure. Measure. And then uh, boundaries. Like, I need better boundaries – like, not, not that, like, for myself, with, with myself, with my thinking, with the way I let people treat me, um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited to work on that, because I was always kind of, I always thought I had healthy boundaries.
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. you um, you're, you just don't, you don't, um. You don't protect yourself. No.
0: that So that is exactly, I think I'm really rethinking boundaries. Because I think boundaries for the longest time I've really thought are like, do you let yourself become too enmeshed with people? Do you, um, I mean, like I, I don't have, I haven't had a lot of toxic relationships in my life. I'm very grateful for that. But I definitely have learned the biggest issue with boundaries is I don't have much of a sense of self-preservation. You have to build a wall. I hear Mexico is doing this. <laughs> Maybe Mexico can treat me. Yeah, to, can teach me how to have better boundaries. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just need to up my level of self-preservation um, so that I can be more mindful of of um,
1: how I want to be treated caring, by other and caring for yourself, right? You care a lot. For a lot of people, Mm -hmm. that should, you know, go to you, too.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to work on that. How about you?
1: No, I didn't make any.
0: That's okay. There's nothing wrong. We're actually going to talk about why. Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't. We probably shouldn't. (laughs) I I did not make any at all. Because... First of all, I, I I don't even I didn't even think about it, mm-hmm. but I never stick to it anyway. So mm-hmm. like then you just feel shitty because you're two weeks in, and you're like oh fuck I already I already ruined that one. <laughs> so no, I didn't. I um I think I'm on my own plan, my own path of like trying to not self improvement. That's not the right word. Just like change. I don't even know what the word is. Like, morph into something that I like better, I guess. Grow. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. Like, as I get older, I learn new things about myself, and I learn the things that I like that I don't like. I learn how to protect myself. I learn what yes. makes me feel good. And I, I think I just want to keep on that path.
0: Be- basically, like, am I am I behaving and making choices like, the person that I want to be. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And paying attention to that. Yeah, so it's not about... Like,
1: reaching a spot. There's no finish line.
0: Right, right. It's not outcome, it's process. It's, like, the process of, like, you know, being closer to that person that you really want to
1: be. Yeah, there's no finish line that I'm racing toward. Right. Because I don't know what that even would look like. Yeah. But just maintaining my own happiness Mm -hmm. and... I don't know. Is is really what I'm working for? It's just
0: exploring too, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's part. I mean, that's partial. Partially, what we were going to talk about on this episode was, you know, everybody says "New Year, New Me," but it's such a bullshit thing to say because number one, if you say "New Year, New Me," then the expectation is that the old you wasn't good enough, right? so that's no like we gotta
1: scrap that bitch and
0: start all over (laughs) right like reinvention is not really a thing you can find new new parts of yourself Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that those old old parts just vanished like they're always gonna be a part of you and that's not
1: something to be ashamed of well and it's also like you don't have to I feel like some some new year's resolutions are very judgy yeah of yourself So like, I'm going to make sure my house is clean 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Because so because so you think that you're untidy all the time. No, you have a family and you have a life and you have things that are going on. Like it's just you're judging. Sometimes, depending on how you how you word Mm -hmm. your resolution, can sound very judgy to me. Right, and and that's one of the reasons why I think some people don't like it. Mm-hmm. and why some people don't follow through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean and if you think there's so much aspects about resolutions and marketing of products that people get into or diets like that where it's so much about these like very rigid expectations. And the reason why people fall for that is because it's basically like somebody telling you exactly what to do. And that's what a lot of people want. They want somebody to tell them exactly how to lose weight, exactly how to be the person who they are, exactly how to reinvent themselves and find happiness and find love and find all these things. And they think that it's going to be found in this concrete plan or book or diet or exercise plan. And I think what we think is that it's just this carrot that's just dangling and we're going to eventually get to it but the thing is life just doesn't work like that it doesn't It doesn't. like you'll be happy and then you'll be sad again and you'll get something and then you might lose it and, and you might fall off the wagon yeah right and it doesn't mean that it's all for nothing right but that's what people think like Oh, man, I screwed that up. So I ate a cheeseburger,
1: p- so may as well just give up.
0: Right. Absolutely. And I think that, that like we can't view ourselves that way because life is about the constant state of change. And you are growing as a person and you are finding new things about yourself out every day. But that doesn't mean that that change has to be something that you spend so much energy, money, time, and effort on because part of that change is just going to organically happen mm-hmm. without you even like spending all this time trying to find the book that's going to tell you how to do it.
1: Yeah. And and I'm not saying that setting goals or achieving goals is wrong, mm-hmm. but that's different than like a resolution. I feel like a resolution yes. to me feels like this very hard line Mm -hmm. right you must follow this line and get to get to the end Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to stay on one hard line when life is throwing like (laughs) it's like (laughs) dodgeball you gotta dodge dip dive duck yeah and dodge yeah you can't do that on a straight line no
0: you're right you can't i love that metaphor actually yeah, and sometimes you're gonna get hit
1: by the ball and yeah.
0: that's just how it or is or a wrench.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I love that movie.
1: It is so good. Uh,
0: yeah, I think so I think like it's it's about flexibility. Yeah. No rigid expectations. Grace. Grace. Self compassion. And realizing that change is like just, change can come, but it doesn't have to be rushed. It doesn't have to be carefully orchestrated.
1: What about like, are you setting this resolution or is someone else setting setting this for you? Yeah. Like, are you doing this because the TV said so and that's the deal that's going on starting January 1st? Mm -hmm. Or. Is this something, like, you've been thinking about and you really kind of want to work toward? Like, I guess uh, you, there's two sides, right? Yeah. There's two sides to every coin. Yes, there is. there are good things that could come out of goals, resolutions, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. But, like, who put that in your head? Yes. Where did that come from? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? Because I feel like if you know your why, mm-hmm. it's going to be easier to dodge, dip, duck, dive, and
0: Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. You have to be really clear about, like, what is it that you're really trying to attain from the change? And is it something that, number one, you really need? Number two, you really want for you or for, or for somebody else in your life for a good reason. Like, say, for instance, I want to get healthier for my family, right? Mm-hmm. And, and number three, like is just achievable within your your state of mind, your resources. Like it is it is impossible for so many mothers right now who are trying to virtually school their kids, work from home, keep their houses in some kind of order if if that can even happen to then say to themselves, I also need to lose 25 pounds this year. Like it is just, if you can't acknowledge that you are not able to work with that goal because of all the barriers in your life right now, then you're setting yourself up for failure and then you're setting yourself up to feel ashamed.
1: And berating yourself the yep. whole way. Yep. Who's happy now? Yeah. <laughs> right. Nobody.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. except except the marketers who just made billions of dollars on all on you feeling like Absolutely. shit. Absolutely.
0: We are a society that res- that that runs on excessive goal setting. Mm. That is what that is what really drives capitalism. Like people setting excessive goals, I will have this many cars, I will have this much money, I will have this type of cell phone, I will be this type of skinny by buying that personal training program. Like all these things, we monetize our self-worth. We monetize identity in our culture. And it's just really toxic. Mm-hmm. It really is. There's there's good parts about it. Like it's great that we live in a modern society where someone can change you know, like I like for instance, where I can make a workbook that moms buy, right? Like I I'm part of that system. I can't deny that. But at the same time if people believe that this is what's going to be the, the change that it will come to my life. If I just spend 1995, right. three easy payments, like <laughs> then, then again, we're just monetizing our self-worth instead of seeing maybe change and growth is inevitable for me. So I need to trust in that process and not feel the need to like be distracted
1: by all the shiny things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not easy to follow those goals when, or it, I mean, it's it's hard to make a goal and stick with it. And it's hard to come up with that goal because you're just, like, being fed what that goal should be. Yeah. You know, like, do I really want to lose weight or do I just really want to feel better? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Like I'm, I'm, I like that actually too because it's more about what do you want to feel, not what what do you want to look like? What kind of measurable outcome do you want to have? What size jeans do you yeah. want to wear? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's and that's I think where resolutions go wrong.
0: Mhm.
1: Which, you know, new new year, new mom. Like it, it, I it's not reasonable. Yeah. Because you're not going to be new. You're going to be you. Yeah. And that's what we all want. We want yep. you to be you. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make goals like, I'm not going to yell so much or, you know, things like that, that's something different too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, but why, why do you yell so much?
0: Yes. Right. It's not that you, you need have to, to stop mm-hmm. yelling. It's like peeling the layers of an onion, right? Like it's the inside. Or parfait. <laughs> It's really like, what is at the heart of it, right? So I think, I think you have something, you're really onto something good here. It's like about what do you truly want to feel? So I can imagine a mom feeling like, I have to yell less. Well, what is it that you truly want to feel because, by yelling less? You want to feel probably more connected to your kids, right? So instead of focusing on like, I have to yell less, then you focus, how can I feel more connected to my kids? Well, I can maybe make more time to spend with them in a, in a quality way. And then maybe the byproduct of feeling more connected to them and having a stronger bond could be a decrease in your irritability, a decrease in your sense of overwhelm, and then less yelling. You know? right. <laughs> but instead, we're starting with like the thing that we feel ashamed of. Yeah, I'm going to stop yelling. But okay,
1: but why am I yelling? Yeah, right. Also, like, mm-hmm. I'm yelling because I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. So, what do I need to do to be less overwhelmed? Yeah. I need to just be whelmed.
0: <laughs> so, so like, or I need to learn to tolerate overwhelmed by not having the thoughts like, what's wrong with me that I can't keep a clean house? Like, every, you know what I mean? Like, one thing that definitely contributes to my overwhelm is the thoughts that I think in that moment, because then I'm telling myself, that I'm, my life is shit. You know what I mean? Like my, I can't keep a clean house, everything's so much. I never can keep caught up instead of being able to dial it back and say like, yeah, I'm overwhelmed right now. Things are a lot, but I know I'm a good person and I know I'm trying my best. Right? So it's, it's so hard because it's like, we, we set ourselves up so many times by thinking that if we just achieve this ideal in our mind, everything will be Okay. But really we have to tolerate that things aren't okay. <laughs>
1: like we just have to learn to tolerate it. Yeah, and be okay with the the imperfections. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Yeah. It feels bad. It feels weird because all you see is perfection. Mm-hmm. You know, the airbrushing and yeah. the filters mm-hmm. and all these different Media things, sho- shoving it in your head. Yeah. So when you think, okay, that's what I should be, it just, it, it doesn't go anywhere. Because it's not who you should be because they aren't even them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think, I think thinking about growth and change really has to come from the heart and not the head. And I think what happens is, is we have, there's a difference between emotions and feelings and emotions are like those deeply visceral, like, experiences in our heart, you know, both, both pleasurable and not pleasurable, whether it's that joy that you feel when you see your kid master something and be proud of themselves, you know, you feel it, like, even if you just imagine that in, like, your daughter doing something that she's proud of, you feel it in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Like. But when you think about like the things that you should do for her in order for her to be successful and what does that mean and what does that look like and what is my expectation, that's not felt there. It's up here in your head. And those are the feelings. We get caught up in like pouring the emotional experiences through the filter of all of our biases and judgments and expectations and societal attitudes. But what sucks is that it takes us out of that heart-centered experience, like which is, joy and fear and sadness and shame and like if we just learn to tolerate being in our heart more that's where we're grounded that's where we're most authentic whether it's pleasurable or not pleasurable at times we can stay there without feeling the need to wrestle with it and put it up in our heads and go well no there's a way i'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm ahead of the game here. There's a way I'm going to be over anxious and somehow prepared for every worst case scenario. I'm going to somehow figure this all out. I'm somehow going to get there and master and level up in motherhood. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? We quantify it. We try to like concretize it and it's just not. It's just a, It's a deeply experienced emotion that's more in our heart and it cannot be reasoned. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes, it does. I get so passionate about it because I feel like the more that you get more aligned with what you feel on a deeply heart-centered emotional level, the more you realize how much energy you've been spending on stuff
1: that doesn't matter. That is insightful. Yeah. That's uh that's that's, that's that's you just leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to.
0: I just get preachy about it because I feel I feel like us moms, we
1: just God, we torture ourselves. We do. We make it a lot harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But like understanding what it means to dial that back, yeah, or how that would feel if we weren't trying so hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like would you feel like you're? I I know for me, I wouldn't feel like I'm doing enough if I was chilling. You yeah. know. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough if I'm just, like, when I just sit and watch an entire season of Bridgerton, um, (laughs) I, I don't feel like I, I was productive enough. Why do I have to be productive?
0: Where, where, why is there a, why is enough even part of that sentence? As because enough also presumes that it's measurable. And it's not. Life isn't measurable. Well, cleanliness
1: no, is, I'll tell you that.
0: Well, but nobody's, you're not going to look back in your life when you and I are sharing the same nursing homeroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we will be. We'll be tearing it up in the nursing home. We're not going to look back and go,
1: God damn it, I was such a hot mess. I couldn't keep the house clean. I should have cleaned my house more. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I have pretty much like laid it out that only if people are coming over does my house really get clean. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm spot cleaning and I vacuum and I do the yeah. dishes and things like that. But unless someone is coming over, I don't actually clean my house and nobody ever comes over. <laughs> now, because <laughs> the world sucks. <laughs> so, like, I don't, Yeah. you know what I mean? But you're right. What, what are you going to look back on yeah. and say, oh, why did I or why didn't I or how could I have done those things Mm -hmm. and just maybe that's how we have to start thinking yeah like as a mom what am I not going to be mad about that I didn't do
0: yeah absolutely what what make what is making my life worth living
1: and if it's and and if listening to my daughter sing Constantly oh. without stopping, oh. she's now like dancing in front of the mirror oh. and making up lyrics to her own songs and like, uh, racking out and like, jamming. Oh my god! Like, that's what I want to remember. Yeah, yeah. Those are I, the things that I want to be a part of. I don't want to be a part of just washing dishes. And all
0: none night. of that has to do with productivity. No. So i here's, I mean, here's the question: What is the problem with just being?
1: Why do we have to set goals?
0: Yeah. Why do you have to why do you have to lament your time watching Bridgerton?
1: I don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> You don't. Good, good, but you said like you, you, yes. but you just said like I yes. didn't do enough, right? right? So
1: like why why what is the problem with just being? Just sitting there and doing nothing? Yeah. I don't know. It just feels weird because our lives are so busy. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. always going. So when you finally sit down and do nothing, you're like, well, what the fuck? I should be doing something. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, what I'm trying to grow out of. Yeah. You know, allowing myself to just because everybody else is going and doing and being mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I have to do it all the time. Yes, there are there are steps that I need to take as places I want to be and not just physically. I want to be anywhere but here. <laughs> but um in my career mm-hmm. in our my relationship with my husband, you know, there are places that I want to be but like I don't have to be working mm. all the time. Yeah. I could just be. Yeah, which is why I really want to go on a yoga retreat and just be. Yeah. Because when you're on, when you're on vacation or doing or or away and you don't have the phone mm-hmm. and the emails and the text messages and the TikTok and all the yeah. things to complete like just continuously yes. put stuff in you. It's easier to be, I think.
0: Right. Right. And and I think that what you touch on too is that like there we we wholeheartedly believe that myth that, like, we're somehow gonna not be enough if we focus more on being rather than doing.
1: Yeah, the more you do the better you are.
0: Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. No more.
1: (laughs) Not today, bitch.
0: not today, bitch. (laughs) I, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting so passionate right now because it's like, God, like, again, one of those, like, um, why didn't, and I don't, I don't need to lament this or be upset about it, but like, why didn't I wake up to this years ago? You know, why did I spend the first five years
1: of motherhood always freaking out that I wasn't doing enough? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I try really hard now to pay attention to her because there are so many other things going on. Mm-hmm. And now that she's out of like she's like a little bit older and so she wants to converse. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense most of the time, but she wants <laughs> she wants to communicate yeah. with me, right? Yeah. And and I've and I'm always so distracted. Yeah. Because there are so there's so much going on. Mhm. Right. In the house, in work, in life. In all these things that just we're so heavily programmed. We are. And that's why we all make resolutions. (laughs) Yeah. Because we're told we should be doing, we should be striving, we should be going, we should be achieving. Yeah. Yeah. And the 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 truth is, is if we all just kind of were ourselves and just bead, that's not a word. That's not a word existed yeah if we all just existed (laughs) yeah happily would any of this shit be going on in the world yeah
0: what did I say in our group chat the other day I'm trying to I'm trying to work more on the perspective that I don't have to be in the driver's seat of my life all the time hmm like sometimes it's okay to be you want to be a Tesla yeah I want to be a Tesla I just want to be in the passenger seat just enjoying the scenery and I don't have to drive it all the time because here's the thing, life's gonna happen no matter what. Like, you know, I yes, I'm gonna have to get up and do the basic responsibilities, go to work and take care of my kids, but like all this constant looking for things doesn't have to be Yeah. A like, thing. It doesn't have to be
1: all part the projects of my daily life. and the DIYs and <laughs> you know, and the renovations and it it doesn't have to happen.
0: I spent half an hour looking for a specific type of tray for a Play-Doh project. Like I saw this thing on Pinterest where like it looks like a like a veggie tray where like in the middle you put like a big ball, ball of Play-Doh and then you get punches of like little loose parts like this was like an arctic theme so it had like little snowflakes and like little glittery pom-poms and I was like I have to get this tray. But a veggie tray is too big, so I have to find, like, a mini veggie tray. And I'm spending half an hour on this, and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, just put it in a Ziploc container. Who cares? <laughs> like, here I am going, no, 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 no. It has to look exactly like the picture.
1: Like, it's that kind of stuff that we hold on to that mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, That we fill our time. Yeah. We have to fill our whole day. Mm-hmm. To the max. Yes. We can't. Like there. Like look at calendars. These well not yours because you don't put anything on yours. (laughs) (laughs) But like look at some people's calendars. Yeah. Every hour is planned. Filled, filled, filled. And when they're not, oh, I have thirty minutes to myself. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Amazon. Yeah. I'm gonna etsy i'm Mm -hmm. gonna pinterest i'm gonna find something else that i could do with my free time that Mm -hmm. i have a half an hour of right in six days from now
0: this is why we this is why we both have an aversion to disney because disney is like i spent the money we're going to do everything here and this is why when i went to disney before i had kids you see nothing but screaming children by 6 (laughs) p.m Because all the parents are like, you're gonna do everything.
1: <laughs> I paid $7,000 today for us to be here. You are gonna be on every ride. Right. Oh my God, I can't. I
0: don't mean to knock Disney. I know it's a wonderful place and I've been there. I, I was there before I had kids and I loved it. So I, I do wanna take my kids there. But I think that's just an example, again, of like our culture of just like. Do, do it all. Do it all.
1: Like, <laughs> right. vacations are not for relaxing. Vacations are for doing everything that's at that oh, vacation that
0: spot. That is me to a T. Nope. I, I look at, I take. Like, <laughs> we go to the diner for breakfast in town, in whatever town or in the hotel, and I am taking every single brochure. <laughs> now, oh, look, there's a cheese factory and a fudge factory, and then we can go look at the
1: Longa burger baskets. and. <laughs> nope. Not me. I am laying reading a book.
0: So you do have some healthy relationship with rest.
1: I do, but only, like, I only do that on vacation. Yeah. And late at night. So I've been staying up until like one o'clock in the morning every night reading. Well, that's not rest. No. I mean, no. Yeah. No. I, 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 it, but again, it's something that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I'm working on being more accepting of it and not um hiding the fact that I'm watching, that I'm just watching something.
0: As if it's like a devious thing.
1: Like be- shoot <laughs> a You're only watching TV? Why aren't you also working and sending emails and texting? Why aren't you also calling someone? Why aren't you also building some gorgeous thing to hold all of your jewelry?
0: My God. We were like 16 smoking cloves in the bathroom, hopefully nobody would find us. And
1: now now we're like I'm watching Netflix on my laptop. <laughs> don't, don't 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 tell anybody. What's the worst thing you did today? I watched 3 episodes <laughs> of something and did nothing else. <laughs> yep. I feel like I have to be folding laundry yep. or you know yeah. I mean there are Folding laundry is how I usually tell myself I earned TV. <laughs> there are things that have to get done in a day. Yeah. I'm not saying that you you shouldn't have a schedule or that you shouldn't, you know, get things done. But it, it it we also need to be okay with not having a goal for the day. Not every day, you know. But my mother is very good at this. Like... You you work hard, you should buy something that you love. You work, you did this all day, you should relax.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, my mm-hmm. mother's very good about saying those That's kinds awesome. of things.
0: That's so great.
1: And I'm like, but did I work hard enough? How would I know? How that did I, I how how not? How do you know that I Again, worked hard? Again, looking
0: for that concrete measure, yeah. like somebody to come in and go, Lacey, you have worked hard
1: enough today. You now did you seven can... loads of laundry <laughs> and three loads of dishes. Yeah. You can now relax. Yeah. And that don't make no sense. Mm-mm. Yeah, I wonder what it is
0: about our generation particularly that focuses so much on this valid- need for validation and measurement. Because our, I don't think our mother's generation felt that way.
1: I don't think I don't think they did. I know I know I, for I, sure I,
0: my grandparents' generation
1: did not. Well, I remember at the end of the day, my mom relaxing. You know, yeah. after dinner was cooked.
0: Um, both of my parents were workaholics, so I didn't really have that.
1: No, my mom was not. Um, at the end of the day, you know, the house was clean, dinner yeah. was made, the ki- you know the kid I mean, kids were fed, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Um, she sat down, yeah. and she would have her big cup of wine for Franzia <laughs> and She's my kind of girl and she would watch whatever was you know we would watch mm-hmm. whatever primetime TV was that night so I don't know why I don't yeah because it was it was modeled to me and my aunt and uncle were the same not my not my uncle my uncle has ADHD he just is always moving <laughs> <laughs> he gets his stuff. Um, but my aunt she was she would relax yeah and so I don't know why I can't relax. Yeah. I, I do
0: think it's very I do think it's very cultural to our generation. We were much more encouraged to be a much more like, do 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 get better and better and better and better and better. Make more money. Make more money. Yeah. Make more and more more and more and more. Get more, get more, more education. More. Yeah. Get the better job. Get the promotion. Mm-hmm. All those things. And then plus two. And the more
1: hours you work, the better you are. Yeah. That's not true.
0: Right. Right. And, and, well, and, too, there's been so much, like, change in terms of, like, our expectations for how much, like, what the normal family owns. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we went from, in the 50s, like, nobody had two cars. Are you kidding me? Right? And then, like, even our parents... How much did they pay for their phone line a month? $25 and we pay like we pay $500 for a phone and then we pay $150 a month for our cell phones. Like it, yeah, so I, I think that we also have like a lot more that we feel that we have to keep up with in terms of affording stuff. But yeah, it's I just think we're looking for these concrete measures and validation of of when we're going to be given a pat on the head. And, and how do you know enough. that you get there? You won't, and that's what you have. That's what you have to shed. Is you have to look inward instead of outward, and go. I have to trust that this is enough for me. Well, and when it doesn't does the matter. culture
1: get that way? You know me. I mean, because I mean, a lot of what we're talking about is culturally imposed on us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So at some point, the culture shifted.
0: I think it was progress too fast. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, obviously, we've had amazing technological advances, but I think that the quicker things progressed, the more, you know, pressure there is to continue to keep up that pace. You know? And I also think, too, like, we did not have... We have plenty of adversity in the last year, (laughs) but I don't think we had the adversity that previous generations did. My grandparents' generation was so... I mean, I remember my grandma being so thrifty mm-hmm. because she grew up in the Great Depression.
1: You know what I mean? Like, oh, my grandmother. So had, her expectations were super low. <laughs> so my grandmother hid money everywhere. Yeah, she still does. Mm-hmm. I bet you, some, we're just gonna <laughs> find money all over. Oh, that's house. awesome! <laughs> all over her house is gonna and be everywhere. To take the walls down. I move all the bricks. Yeah, she's told me some places that she's hidden things, and I'm like. uh okay and then she's like so don't throw it away (laughs) you know because you you hear stories like that all the time that you know yeah they found five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars in someone's old coat
0: oh uh uh-huh yep so i remember somebody uh seeing a story on the news where a person found five thousand dollars inside a couch that they bought they got at salvation army (laughs) i'm like that's amazing. Um, yeah so I think I think it's I think there's so many cultural aspects to it but I think it's about shedding that need for that external validation and focusing inward like instead of focusing on an outcome or a measurement focus on an inner feeling and then harness that and like because here's the thing like when we turn off our intuition for years and years and years because we're looking for that external validation it's going to take some time for us to get intimate with that again you know what I mean like how do i know that i feel like that this is authentic for me how do i know that this feels like right for me it takes time it takes experimentation it takes like listening to yourself and trusting yourself instead of going back to the old patterns of like well if i look it up on pinterest i'll figure it out i'll just google I'll just, it i'll
1: just google it <laughs> i'll just google when i know i feel better just, i'll just go how do you know you feel good <laughs> Ten signs that you feel good. Oh my God. Twenty ways that you know you should know that'll tell you that you feel good. <laughs> Sponsored by Kia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see my, my
0: post? Happy happy uh, happy twenty twenty one or twenty twenty one. Brought to you by Kia <laughs> because Kia had to like yes. So, I was so angry about that, probably unnecessarily. But we can't even get the numbers like without an advertisement behind it. Like we can't even just get counting down from ten to one, without a car like driving behind the numbers.
1: Like come on, like it's it's ugh. unbelievable how much is thrown at us yeah. constantly. Yeah. And just wanting to put up that boundary, yeah. Put up a barrier and just not take it in anymore. I mean, who can hear what their intuition says when there's so much noise? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, you're there right. There is so much yeah, noise. You're absolutely right in our vicinity that we couldn't listen to our intuition even if we wanted to.
0: So a lot of that is finding ways to again put up that boundary to turn it off a little bit. Really limiting social media time, limiting internet time. You know, all all of our exposure to that.
1: Because they said that like your anxiety and your um depression goes up with the violence that you see on TV. Oh,
0: a hundred percent. Well of course it would. It's traumatizing. Yes. Yeah. But we also have a choice. And we don't think that we do, but we do. We have a choice of what we engage with. You know what I mean? Like I my one thing that I did in 2020 that really changed my relationship with social media is I completely deleted an old profile and started a new one and then made it, like, so that I was very, very meticulous about who I was friends with. I focused more on my professional aspects of that profile in terms of, like, just joining professional Facebook groups that are related to my field. My entire feed changed. It was like a new reality was in front of me. New year,
1: new... (laughs)
0: New you, new feed, new me. I mean, instead of seeing divisiveness and crazy, crazy posts like that were just spouting all sorts of stuff and and just making me scared. I find myself it trying, to, changed.
1: trying to trick my algorithms. Mm. So like, like noticing something yeah. and hurrying past it yeah. so that I won't see things like that well, again yes, or because, hiding it or snoozing it.
0: Yep. The algorithms, I, I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. It was so good. The algorithms don't track just what you like, comment, or share. It tracks how long you are hovering over yep. a post. So even if you're just like casually looking at the comments like of a very caustic article because we all like to do that. I mean, let's be honest. Like yeah. Ooh, I wonder what so and so say about this. Um, I know my Uncle Frank and my Uncle Tim are gonna start fighting again. <laughs> you know, like yeah. when you're looking and hovering, that algorithm's picking it up and it's basically saying, Oh, they like the drama, you know, and then it's gonna be like, put more in there. Yeah, and no, I am
1: I am I'm tricking the al- not tricking, but I'm yeah. I'm creating
0: you're you're right. You're curating it. Yes. And that's and This is the thing that I think our kids' generation needs to be taught, is that the way you engage with social media is the way that you are curating your own sense of reality. Yes. And if you look at negative stuff, if you look at stuff that's scary, then your whole feed will be scary. And then you'll think the whole world is scary.
1: Right now, my whole feed (laughs) is animals and unlikely animal friends. (laughs) Unlikely animal friends. Do not. Have you never watched that show? Like a turtle and an alligator, or something like yeah. There's like oh. dogs and cheetahs. There's a orangutan with a cat. Oh, how cute! There's a, there there's a a tortoise and a rhinoceros.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, they're beautiful. So that's the, that's the, that's what I'm trying to put in yeah. and like snoozing and hiding and no, I don't like it. And, you know, mm-hmm. go scrolling quickly over things that, <laughs> that that make me intake.
0: Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Like even just getting in it, getting more aware of like your, your emotional and physical response when you're using social media. I and mean, if you find yourself going,
1: <laughs> like, yes. you know, it's like, mm, I gotta get off. Yeah. 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 I was listening. I was listening to. I was watching a TikTok, and it was like a nine one one call. I was like, "Nope, <laughs> nope, not watching that. <laughs> nope. not listening." It's a kid calling in on nine one one. Nope, nope, nope. Don't oh, want God. nightmares. No, thank I, you. I don't want any of that. Nope. So I guess that could be a nice, you know, goal. A nice growing point is curating your so. If you're good, if you're going to engage, curate your social feed. Yeah. And To what you need and what's and, helpful. And monitor your usage.
0: Yep.
1: And listen to your body.
0: Yeah. Listen to your body. Yes. And your heart. Yeah. Yep. Because your mind is haywire. All of our minds are... Our, we can't trust our brains. Our brains are trying to take a ton of stimuli and make sense of it. And the problem is is that when we are in, when we are fearful or scared, our amygdala, the back of our brains, we're a fight or flight or center that's when the amygdala gets in the driver's seat. And the amygdala is basically like driving radically, going, I don't know where we're going. I'm just scared and we got to get away, right? And so then the prefrontal cortex, which is where like our reasoning is. <laughs> I'm giving a little lesson, sorry. Our prefrontal cortex, which is where all of our reasoning is, the front of our head, like the front of our brain is like, I don't know, left, right? I don't know. like cause because You missed the turn. You missed the turn, right? But here's the thing, because the amygdala is being so erratic. So the best thing that we can do when we are like that is not continue to try to reason through it is to immediately get into our body. Slow our breath, check in with our physical sensations. What am I feeling? Am I feeling chest tightness? Imagine something peaceful and bring that bring that respiratory system down. And once that amygdala is calm, then the prefrontal cortex can be like, okay, I think I can figure out where we're going now, right?
1: But it's, well, we don't listen to ourselves. No. We don't, you're right. I heard some scientists say, We're the only animal that doesn't listen to our intuition, that doesn't listen to ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's so
1: powerful. Because like a dog or a cat or a squirrel, they sense danger and they're out. Yeah. They run Mm -hmm. or they they get ready. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we don't do that. Yeah, We will continuously take in the bad.
0: And we're so desensitized. And
1: ignore the fact that we feel sick watching it. Yeah. Or hearing it or being around it or whatever it is. Yeah. We ignore that. Wow. To, for politeness sake, for
0: mm-hmm.
1: for whatever it is, because we think we're supposed to. Yeah. We're, you know, we're already there. We may as well just stay there. You know, all those things. But our favorite podcasters would say, fuck politeness. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You should listen to yourself.
0: Yeah. Listen to your gut.
1: You're the only one that knows you.
0: Yep. So listen to your gut when it comes to how you want to grow in this new year.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: listen to society. Don't listen to what you think other people want from you. Check in with your body. Check in with yourself and say, "What is? what do I want to feel and what's best for me? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and, I, and I would bet a lot of money that if that's how you were going, mm-hmm. and six fun- months from now, you're going to feel very different. Yeah. Your children are going to feel very different Mm -hmm. because you will be teaching them different.
0: Yeah. Yes. Because you're learning to be and not do. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge, huge change. But Mm -hmm. it's so, I think it's the best path to being more grounded and more at peace with yourself in your life. Yeah. Even when it's hard, Mm -hmm. you know, to just learn just to be with it instead of do something.
1: Yeah, I mean, resolutions are fine, but they will come and go within this month. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Growing and, you know, making a commitment to yourself, I feel like will last longer and make you feel better than, you know, trying to stay on a line.
0: Yeah, because you already are enough. So it's not about being more. It's not about measuring up. It's about just being more of who you are.
1: What? No, I'm, okay. I'm just <laughs> I'm just absorbing that. I'm absorbing. <laughs> I want listen to it. Say it again. <laughs> just,
0: I don't ask me to repeat things. I don't. These things fly out of my mouth, and then I don't even know what I just said. <laughs>
1: know what I said. Five I had minutes. a
0: client do, the, do that with me a couple weeks ago. She's like, can you repeat that again? I want to write that down. I'm like, I don't know what I just said. Aren't you recording this? <laughs> I'll
1: go back and listen to it myself. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I just, I encourage everyone to not put so much stock in your, you know, 25 pound loss resolution and more stock in feeling how you feel. Do you have a mom
0: thought that you'd like us to talk about on the show? Email us at momalongpodcast at gmail.com
1: or check us
0: out on Instagram and Facebook and and give us a shout out at Inner Momalog Podcast
1: in your everyday life. So we all mom the best way we know how. So let's all resolve to just be.